Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but like... I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of a heel that goes up a little, just a, just a smidge higher. Like in a, whatever the perfect amount higher is, that's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out. Uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item. That's right. Every time you buy their socks tees, or underwear, you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness. To date, Bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting. I mean, Bombas can make returns easy as well. I don't know why you'd return anything, because what? (laughs) But they do have a 100% happiness guarantee, so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock, or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason, they'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. (laughs) That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintage colored rib socks. You know, those like... You know, uh, stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or track person. They've got those, too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Well, go, Welcome to Matt and Dory's Excellent Adventure. I'm Matt. I'm Dory. Uh, we're here. I have low energy. What's up? I know. I feel like you're overcompensating. No. I'm doing great. Okay. Uh, welcome to Sunday. I uh, hope your week is going to be great. Our week, well, quite frankly, it's over. Or is it starting? Do you consider Sunday the start of the week or the end of the week? The start of the week. Really? Yeah. Weird. I'm a Monday guy. Oh, hmm. Interesting. I've always been a Monday guy. But if you look on a calendar. I don't. Calendars don't dictate to me when I start my week. Hmm. I see. I've always been a Monday guy. I mean, I hear what you're saying. Yeah. And I, I guess I agree with you in theory, but when I visualize a calendar, I visualize it starting on Sunday. Oh. I'm well, a visual learner. I don't let big calendar dictate my life. Oh, I don't let big calendar dictate my 
Great impression. Great impression of me. Please leave your Apple podcast review. Do it. You know what I meant to say. Facebook group. That's there. Facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash excellent adventure. Get in on the fun. Talk to everyone about how much fun you're having trying to have a baby. Uh, you can go to our website. That's excellentadventure.com. Also, you can find our Patreon page. Uh, there's a link there. Or you can just head directly to patreon.com forward slash excellentadventure. Uh, and quite frankly, we could use the help. Thank, thank you, you thank for you everyone, everyone who has signed I, up. I, I was just going to say thank you to everyone who signed up last week after Matt gave our listeners a really great guilt trip. <laughs> the guilt trip continues. Dory and I are not working. So what that means is we have time for podcasts, bonus episodes, and the like. And that means more content for you if you choose to support us at patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Our Twitter handle is excellent pod. And you can email us Dory and Matt at Gmail and Matt and Dory at Gmail. And of course, guys, we do have a phone number. So if you don't feel like writing things down, maybe you're in the car listening and you say, man, I should I have an email response to a question. Uh, you can do that by calling us. It's a 413-461-BABY. Uh, now, of course, I'm assuming that while you're driving, you have a hands-free situation. Don't pick up your phone and call us. Well, I think on a previous episode, I recommended putting us in your contacts list. So you can just say, call excellent. That would be amazing if anyone did that. That would be really something. Uh, DC Meetup, it's coming, guys. It's March 11th at, at 3 p.m. at the Emissary Coffee House in DuPont Circle. You can RSVP at dceggheads.eventbrite.com. It's going to be in our show notes. This is the last episode before that meetup. Yeah, it's this Sunday. So go talk about this episode and others and also just get to know people who are going through the same fucking garbage that we are uh there's also a san francisco meetup planned did you know that uh yeah i put it in the in the in the show it's sunday march 18th at 1 p.m the grove at yerba buena gardens at 690 mission street in san francisco uh, and the organizer says, it's a coffee shop that's close to BART for people who don't live in San Francisco. So if you're going to truck on in from Oakland or, you know, Marin or wherever, BART's there. Although I don't know if Marin has BART access. Mm. They're too fancy for such things in Marin County, a.k.a. Endor. Uh, the moon of Endor, before anyone corrects me. Uh, the URL is very long. But if you go to Eventbrite and search for Egghead and San Francisco, it will come up. I we'll, tested it. We'll also put it in the uh, show notes. Essentially, here's the address. It's your Eventbrite, your dot coms, your forward slash E, and then your forward slash. Now, I'm going to say everything. It has a dash in it. SF dash bay dash area dash eggheads dash meetup dash tickets dash 436-290-52671. Now, if you didn't get that. Just go to Eventbrite and search Egghead. It'll come up. San Francisco. Egghead, San Francisco. It's going to come up. March 18th, 1 p.m. Do it up, everybody. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys. Uh, now, updates from us. Well, I uh, have had a day off. Goldberg's is done. We've wrapped. Congratulations. Well, technically. 
production wraps Monday. Mm-hmm. Uh, writers were done Friday. Oh, okay. And, uh, you know, posts will be there for quite a while. Mm-hmm. We're having, you know, new episodes are airing into deep into May. So be on the lookout for all of those. Um, and yesterday I did a number on myself. You really embraced being done with work with gusto. Yeah. Got some stuff done, everybody. I went uh, over to Anawalt Lumber and uh, rented a grinder, concrete grinder. Had to get some uh, diamond uh, tip blade to do this grinding. Had to take, uh, I mean, uh, certainly more than a quarter of an inch. I don't know if it's quite a half an inch, but I had to take a lot of concrete off of our driveway because, it buckles because the uh, it's it's slabs and when people drive over it the tires go on either side of the slabs and the soil is soft so it creates a buckle which prevents the gate from actually closing which is quite a kerfuffle because you know bows out there sometimes uh homeless vagrants occasionally try to go into the yard steal my bicycle things of that nature mm-hmm. um but, uh, yeah, I took care of that. And quite frankly, both of my hands are killing me. Mm-hmm. I uh, have no grip strength right now. Are there any, like, exercises you could do? Eh, probably. But, uh, yeah, I was, ha- you know, I had the grinder going. I was using it right-handed for a while. Then I switched the handle to the left side, or rather to the right side, and then was using it right-handed for a little while. It's uh, it was quite it was quite a day. I had uh, my safety glasses on, my respirator in. Yeah, you uh, look pretty cool. And I was just doing it, guys. I was really causing quite a concrete storm. And then I had to take care of Dory's tire mm. because she decided to rip the sidewall by hitting a curb. Yeah. At an unknown speed. Mm. Will she ever reveal that speed? Probably not. It wasn't that fast. But, guys, we uh, changed the tire. Now there are three different brands of tires on the Volvo XC90 because Dory occasionally goes through tires. Um, the other one wasn't... I, th- I must have just driven over something on the other one, the yeah, first one. That was up by Laurel? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I took care of that. And... Yeah, I, I I have to say I'm like my hands really hurt. <laughs> it's not great. I can't play bar chords right now, and uh, acupuncture was the most miserable experience of my life yesterday. Of your life? Well, of yesterday. <laughs> we'll take it back from life. Why was it, it so yesterday. bad? Well, because I was trying to relax, but it was you know it was pouring out when I was going there. I put a picture on Instagram uh, of yeah, the intersection flooded. at the Vista, which is near the um, acupuncture place, and it, it was torrential downpour. And uh, I went in, and you know, you're supposed to relax, and I was so stressed out, and I had so many needles in me. She put one in my nose, and people kept walking by the window. I kept hearing things. My phone was again not, and I wasn't even on on vibrate. It was not. It was just displaying all the noises oh 
Hi. So, you know, there was a text chain going from the writers. <laughs> that was popping off every 12 seconds. <laughs> uh, kept getting dings for emails. And then I was like remembering, oh, my God, I have so many things to do. I really want to take care of this um, the uh, driveway. I got to get Dory's tire fixed. Um, you know, it just, uh, so then I was like thinking about everything I ever had to do and I was looking at all the needles and I was like, can I just take these off of myself and, and go? Okay. First of all, you have to remember to turn off your phone. That, that I feel like just causes all kinds of stress because you can't zone out if you, if your phone is constantly dinging. I also like don't like the music that she plays. Like I'd rather just like listen to Motown or something. Ooh, okay. Anyway, I my plan the, is I to bring my phone, headphones next week. The phone is the root of your problem. Well, yeah, I was starting. I was starting to like panic a little bit about all the things I have to do. Yeah, and it's exacerbated when you hear when you hear digging, dinging. Yes, you know. Um. So that yeah, that was that that was that uh, experience. <sighs> How was your week? My week was good. Yeah. Um, my goal was to not make plans, which didn't really happen. I feel like you had plans every day. I ended up having a lot of plans. Like people were in town. We had to do podcast stuff. But isn't that sort of like the reason not to make plans is so that you can have these last minute plans pop up? Yeah, actually, that's true because... One day, my friend Melanie was here, and she was like, hey, I have a couple hours free. Do you want to get a pedicure? And mm-hmm. I was like, oh, I actually really need a pedicure. And then it turned out I wasn't able to see her the other time that we were supposed to get together, so it turned out to be good. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I try not to plan things. I know. But quickly, my time gets filled up. Yeah. Inadvertently. Everyone wants a piece of you. Everyone wants a piece of podcast magic. Yep. JK. So did that. My friend Amanda came over and helped me start helped me start cleaning out my office. Mm-hmm. Um, quite a process. Which has become quite a process. And I'm still doing it. I spent like four hours this morning on it. Mm-hmm. I still have one more bin to go through. Yeah. But I've gone through everything in the office, like stuff that I never go through. Yeah. And that I just keep moving from like apartment to apartment. Mm-hmm. I've gone through. So that feels good. I've gotten rid of a lot of stuff. You should also like, if there's anything where you're like, I don't know if I want to keep this, but you're like on the fence about it. Why don't you just scan it with the scanner, email it to yourself and then throw it out. Yeah. That scanner is not conveniently located though. You can get a pile together and remove the staple from things mm-hmm. and just press the button. Mm. Then you don't have to go do anything. Yeah, I could do that. Okay. I'm just trying to help you out. No, I know. I appreciate it. Um, I ended up keeping a lot of the notes that people wrote. Excuse me. The notes and letters that people wrote me. Those are scannable as well. I know. Um, because like, and then I, and then it took so long because I was like reading a lot of them. Yeah. I was very nostalgic. Uh-huh. I sent some to my sister. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just, there's just a lot. And uh, yeah, so I've been doing that and I would like that to be done this week. I have an article I have to work on this week 
and po- my other podcast. Mm-hmm. We now do two episodes a week. So we got, some, us. We got some shit Not to us. do. No, that's Forever, Forever 35. 35. Um, yeah, our first mini episode is dropping tomorrow. Exciting. Yeah. Smart move. I like it. Thank you. I'm very excited for you guys over there at your at Forever 35 uh, dot net. That's not the URL. Oh. I might have bought that, though. I can't remember. Right, well, now you have to because I said I it out loud. I have to buy someone's it. Someone's going to swoop in. Thanks a lot. Sorry, everybody. Oh, boy. Um, yeah, I'm, uh, are you feeling IVF wise and the fact that we're not really thinking about it? Well, you're not really thinking about it right now. I am feeling like this is never going to happen. Hmm. Interesting feeling. I also, that's also how you felt about me going to acupuncture and now I go. That's true. Um, I didn't, she didn't tell me what the numbers were. I forgot to ask, but she said our acupuncturist had gotten your numbers from Dr. Beck. Yep. And she said that they were lower than the analysis that you had done the week before. Yeah. 53,000 to, to God knows what. Right. And I was like, why didn't they just freeze my eggs when they saw how bad his sperm was? Mm -hmm. And she didn't have an answer for me. She was like, well, you don't really have a leg stand on now because they gave you money back. I'm like, that's not the point. I don't care about the money. Like, I care about the money, but I don't have a leg to stand on because they gave you money back is yeah. what she said. Uh huh. And then I was oh, like, fuck her. She's dead to me. I'm not going back there. Okay. I'm going to find another acupuncture person. Okay. That's a crazy thing to say to you. Yeah. Well, then I explained it and she was like, oh. I think she thought I like wanted money back or something. I'm so confused as to why she would say that to you. I think she thought I wanted to like make a complaint to them. And I was like, well, I am annoyed. Well, I wouldn't be annoyed if I didn't tell them about this. No, I know. And go like, we should check this. Yep. Because I had a feeling. And then why didn't they have like a contingency to say, well, if his sperm is really bad when you when we do the retrieval, then we're just going to freeze your eggs. Why couldn't they have done that? I don't know. You know, like they were so full steam ahead on this on this, you know, fertilization this time. And I it's hate, like I hate to be right all the time. And it's just like, Why? So now I'm annoyed and I'm just like, what is the point? No one knows what they're doing. And no one listens. And no one listens. And I'm just like, I'm just feeling like, like worn down. And also, why haven't they told us that number? No one's told us what my fucking count was. Okay. On the day of the retrieval. Well, why don't you call them and get it? (laughs) Also, my walnuts never came. <laughs> Where did you order them from? Amazon. Oh, are you sure you didn't order like fake Chinese walnuts? No, I ordered the Kirkland brand of walnuts. Oh, you're you shouldn't you're not supposed to buy Costco on Amazon. It's like because it's it's being sold by secondary sellers. Oh, I don't know. It was Prime. 
Oh, well, you should call Amazon. Maybe I'll just go get some now. Yeah, we, anyway. have, we have some. We have a whole bag okay. of walnuts. Well, we got to get those out in my view so I can start eating the walnuts. Okay, they're, being, they're hidden behind the vision boards right now. Okay. Well, it's hard to get our vision of a baby going if these walnuts stay hidden. Don't I know it. So, anyway, that's an interesting scenario. I, don't want, I, I do wonder how bad they were, the yeah. sperms. I know. And, and they were how they got so bad in a week. And they were so confident that they could get enough sperm, enough good sperm. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm like, were you overconfident? Like what what happened? Something something went wrong. And I don't know exactly what it was. Oh, I think it was my sperm. No, I understand that, but I feel like something went wrong like in the lab. Like the lab made the wrong call or something. Mm. Interesting. I could just be talking out of my ass. Is there a mystery afoot? There might be. I should get my uh, houndstooth cap and my pipe. Really investigate this more. I don't know. I could, you know, I'm just frustrated and I'm looking for someone to blame. And well, I'm right here. It was my sperm. Yeah, but you raised the issue. I had to because I knew how stressed out I was and I knew that I'm fucking flying six hours where I can't get up because I'm sleeping because it's the only time I can sleep. No, I, I know. I told them that I'm not yelling at you. I'm yelling up to this guy. I told them this. I don't understand. Anyway. So I'm just feeling like we've been doing this for almost two years. Yeah. I know people do it for longer, but I'm kind of tired. Yes. And I'm just like, what is happening? Hmm. I, I just, you know, it's like, do I, it's not even the physical aspects of it because mm-hmm. As discussed, I was on pretty low meds last time. It's more the psychological. Like, it's very stressful. The whole thing is so stressful. And you get you get hopeful only to get let down again and again and again. Why remind me again why we haven't put that why we aren't putting that boy embryo? Because we here. decided we were gonna wait for your sperm to get better to do another retrieval. For what? Like what I'm all I'm saying is like I'll work on my sperm as I'm doing yeah. or trying to do. And then like what's the point in or is it like because should if we I, not blow the I mean I don't no it's nothing that, else can it's that if I did get pregnant if we wanted to have a second kid, we and don't. The, We're done. And the mosaic didn't work. Okay, aren't we? Oh, is that it? Isn't That's that it? isn't that it? You just made that unilateral decision. <laughs> but haven't you said that? I entertained the notion. We haven't like made a decision. Oh, I thought you had made a decision that we wanted one only. No, I didn't make that decision. I said, if I was like. At this point, if we just end up with a child, I will be happy. But it's not my it's not my personal ideal situation. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Where'd all my sperm go? 
I don't know. What is the life cycle? Three months? She said one to two. I hear three when I, from, I don't know who. I don't know why that's in my head. I don't know. She told us one to two. All right. So then, so, I mean, theoretically, then we should just, I should schedule an analysis for a month from now. Okay. Right? Sure. Or should I go in now and then go in in a month? I I don't know. Who do I talk to about this? I don't know. All right. Good talk, everybody at home. (laughs) Well, I feel a lot worse now. Why? Because I asked you about IVF during our IVF podcast? No. Because it just like, I'm now angrier than I was. Than you were when? 10 minutes ago. Okay. And I feel more despondent. Okay. And I feel like no one has a plan. Isn't it uh, our call on the plan? Yeah, I guess it is. But it's like we can't, there's no point in starting the clock on the new sperm until you've quit smoking. Right. So like. Well, that's not fucking true, though. No, it is Because I smoked like crazy during every semen analysis. Everyone. I had a million I was smoking all the time. That that part of it, as it will, again, You're to everybody, yelling. I just, I'm not. Anyway, my plan is to quit smoking. At the end of this week is the plan, and it has been the plan for a month. So throwing that at me right now, I feel like is not fair, because we've discussed the plan. You're aware of the plan. You've agreed to the plan. Yeah. So... I'm Follow just saying you that. can't start the clock on it until you've quit smoking. I don't believe that's accurate. I believe that my stress level was what was causing the majority of this happening. Okay. And and therefore, I, I don't know, whatever. It doesn't fucking matter. We're doomed. Who? I mean, why, why are we even doing this? Who wants kids? This is crazy. Yeah. I don't know. <sighs> I wanted kids at one point. Now it feels like, meh. Yeah. Do you go through this, people at home, when you're in these long cycles of IVF? Do you waffle about on the whole like feeling like it's hopeless and then you're like, well, do I even want children? I'm putting out the egg signal on our own podcast. Good job. Uh, what do you do with that? I mean, you're just hell bent on having a kid and then you just go through so much and whatever. I don't know. <sighs> so cyclical too it's like the stress of it all is like well then well wait now am i stressed out about this like what is the stress i know what is it where is it coming from 
Well, it was before it was coming from working too much and traveling too much. Well, I've almost, this is my what? Third weekend home? Yeah. So next weekend will be a month. Yeah. I say we try the sperm then. Okay. Where do I go? Boy. <laughs> I mean, I guess you could just go back to CFP. Yeah. My favorite place. It's all of our favorite place. Guys, we're getting real, real, real here. Yeah. <laughs> Hope you are in the mood. Hope you're in the mood to hear two despondent adults. Okay, guys. So we just took a short break. So I could just do some reading about sperm. Because, quite frankly, no doctors in, ever good, really tell us good anything. Chance, good time to do it. So I found this website. It's called don'tcookyourballs.com. <laughs> I feel like that appeals to you. Like that, that they're speaking your language. Well, you know, it's uh, just like they seem to have the most information and things I had not really read or thought about. So anyway, there's this test you can take on here. Love a test. Uh, about your in, in, uh, infertility or your, your potential for having a problem with your sperm in trying to conceive, I believe, is the idea of the test. Mm. So uh, let's all take this together, everybody. All right. Number one, in a typical week, how often do you feel stressed? Never, rarely, sometimes, frequently, or all the time. Where do you think I land? All the time. Okie dokie. Are you exposed to any of the following as part of your job? High temperatures above 80 degrees, receipt paper, solvents, oils, base paints, or cleaning compounds? Nope. Soldering? Nope. Medical uh, particulates or fumes? Nope. Engine exhaust? Nope. Long periods of sitting? Yes. Laptop on your lap? No, we don't do that at work. Next. All right. On average, how much sleep do you get at night? Honey, this is a great question. Mm-hmm. I mean, you should be asking me. Okay, here we go. Dory's going to ask me this. Don't cook your balls. Uh, <clears throat> Less than four hours. Mm-hmm. Four to six hours. Yeah. Six to seven. Seven to eight. I'm not even going to read the rest because we know Four to six. Four to six. Okay. Yeah. Do you do any of the following activities at least once a week? Yeah, go ahead. Wear tight pants or underwear. I mean, it'll, my balls always feel uh, very constricted. So is that a yes? Yeah. Use a seat warmer. Sometimes. Use an electric blanket. No. Stand in front of a hot grill or oven. No. On average, how many hours of TV do you watch in a day? Less than one, one to three, or more than three? Less than one. Do you take any of the following dietary supplements? Let's go. Let's hear it. Vitamins. I don't know. Well, no, no. Let's just, let's just go about it honestly. Not really. Omega-3. No. Fertility supplement. No. Protein. A protein supplement, which that could be found in a it protein says bar. dietary supplements. Sure, then say yes on protein. Herbal supplement. No. Wait, what about the herbs that you got from the acupuncture? This is, I just started taking this. I'm not counting this. Okay. How often do you exercise for at least 20 minutes? Multiple times a day, every day, three to, fe- three to five times a week, uh-huh. one to two times a week, less than four times a month, or never? Never. What? Okay. What do you typically do to work out? That's not applicable. Uh, do you use any performance enhancers? I mean, wait, wait, is walking uh, like in there? 
walking slash elliptical. Well, I do. I mean, because I do go for like good giant right. giant walks. I'll every, check that every off. day. I go for giant walks. Do you use any performance enhancers? Like uh, like steroids? steroids? No. Clomid growth hormone? No, no. I'd like to glucosamine use some. creatine. I would love HGH. Uh, protein? No. Mm. How often do you hit the sauna, hot tub, or steam room? Never. This is very exciting. Drinking everybody. habits. Okay. Never, rarely, social, couple drinks a week, light drinking most days, party, heavy drinking a couple times a month, party hard, heavy drinking sure. once a week or so, or heavy drinking multiple times a week. Um, I would say rarely I would or agree. never. I would agree with rarely. Do you smoke? Yes. Pack a week or more? Yes. More. Do you smoke marijuana? No. No. Keep going. Do you use lubricants during intercourse? No. Have you experienced any of the following in the past year? Consistent testicular pain, testicular pain during physical activity, pain during sex or ejaculation, testicular shrinking, testicular swelling, testicular... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, I'm going to ask you a question. How's your sock drawer looking? Is it scary? Maybe it's time for a spring cleaning and refresh. Bombas just dropped a bunch of absurdly soft new socks, tees, and underwear to help you get that drawer in a better place while doing a little bit of good. Look, when I open up my uh, sock drawer and I see a clean pair of Bombas sitting on top, not only do my feet sort of jump for joy, but, like, I can't wait to get them on my feet because I know they're going to be cozy. I know they're going to be the best socks in the house. And I know that they're going to keep me going all day long. They've got some great details that have been obsessed over, including the honeycomb arch support, which I love. Anti-blister tabs, which I also love. What that is, it's a little bit of the heel that goes up a little, just a just a smidge higher, like in a whatever the perfect amount higher is. That's how high it goes. Bombas has figured this out, uh, and they've got cushioned footbeds that feel like little pillows on your feet. Not to mention the buttery soft tees and underwear with no itchy tags. Oh, I hate an itchy tag. And Bombas is like, don't worry about it. We do too. And look, the best thing about Bombas is that when you purchase an item, Bombas donates an item that's right every time you buy their socks tees or underwear you're also donating essential clothing to someone facing homelessness to date bombas has donated over 100 million clothing items and counting i mean bombas can make returns easy as well i don't know why you'd return anything because what but they do have a 100 percent happiness guarantee so if the dryer or your dog eats a sock or if you're unhappy with your purchase for virtually any reason They'll do whatever they can to replace it and make it right. Bombas has a spring collection out right now. That means new colors and new fun. That's right. They have garden party socks that bring the party to your feet. They got stripes. They got florals. They've got vintagey colored rib socks. You know those like 
you know, the stripes on the top of it. It's like, oh, hey, look at me. I'm a vintage uh, soccer player or a track person. They've got those too. And they even have a new pointel sock with a frilly cuff. You know, if for all you frill seekers out there, folks, all I'm saying is you heard me talk about Bombas for years now. I don't know why you haven't done anything about it. Get comfy this spring and give back with Bombas. Head over to bombas.com slash adventure and use the code adventure for 20% off your first purchase. That's B-O-M-B-A-S dot com slash adventure. Use the code adventure at checkout. Trust me, your feel thank you. Particular lumps or bumps, skin discoloration, sores on genitals, drop in libido. No. Difficulty achieving erection. No. Have you ever been diagnosed with any of the following? Autoimmune disorder, celiac disease, Crohn's, epilepsy, IBS, kidney disease, liver disease, pituitary disorder. You are at a very high risk for infertility. Yes. We did it. Um, Okay. You don't get enough sleep. Mm Mm-hmm. Studies have linked frequent use of car seat warmers to impaired infertility. Mm-hmm. Your balls need to be about four degrees cooler than body temp. The higher the temperature and longer the exposure time, the greater the impact on your sperm. Um, they want you to take protein supplements. They they, they want you, me to take protein yes. supplements. Yes. Yeah, okay. Uh, you don't take enough vitamins. Nope. You don't exercise enough. No, I don't. You smoke. I do. Which has been linked to DNA damage in sperm as as well as an increase in reactive oxygen species, molecules that can damage the protective sperm membrane. Mm -hmm. Cut back on the smokes. Your swimmers will thank you. Okay. Um, (laughs) Okay. Well, they say to optimize uh, chances of conception, couples are recommended to have sex every two to three days. Let's do it. Uh, what now? Finally, we have an excuse. Um, all right. Now they want you to get tested. Well, I've been tested. <laughs> I know. <sighs> well, I hope you all had fun. Um, and, uh, I hope you all enjoyed that extra special glimpse into my testicles. Anyway. Can we have emails? Yep. It's from Julia. Hi, Dorian Matt. Not sure if this was ever discussed on your show or not. If not, I'd love to I'd love some information and or guidance from you and your listeners. I've been diagnosed with late onset non-classical congenital adrenal hyperplasia. Plasia. Oof. I messed that up. Otherwise known as CAH. Seems one of the side effects of this genetic disorder can make some women infertile. The disorder Masks itself as PCOS, PCOS, I always say PCOS incorrectly, uh, and many doctors either don't test or misdiagnose. It's common amongst Eastern European Ashkenazi Dories. Uh-oh. Uh, just completed a failed IVF retrieval, 10 eggs, 6 fertilized, 4 made blastocysts, and all 4 of them failed the PGS. That's $25,000 in the toilet. Husband and I are trying to figure out the next steps. He's healthy. I'm the one with the disorder. Oh, I'm also 40. Well, best, Julia. Egg signal going out. Egg signal's out. Guess what? I'm not healthy, and she's 40. Uh, so you have that going for you. This is from Dar. Hi, Matt and Dory. It's Dar, a second-time emailer. 
and a Patreon supporter. Thank you, Dar. If you'll be willing to put out the egg signal on my behalf. A lot of signals going out today. First signal. I have been trying to conceive for three years and have completed two unsuccessful IUIs with Clomid and Ovidrol. I have been seeing a... Ovidrol. Oh, well, I like the way I said it. Uh, I've been seeing a great acupuncturist for two years who thinks I have an ovulation disorder where my mature egg delays in dropping and is essentially expired before the sperm can reach it. She came to this conclusion by looking at my basal body temperature chart, or basal? Basal. My chart shows that my egg drops four to six days later. I'm sorry, four to six days after I get an LH surge. Use an ovulation predictor kit to determine the time of my LH surge. I believe an egg is supposed to drop 24 to 48 hours after the LH surge, not four to six days. I felt this theory was confirmed when I did my last round of IUI because my temperature spiked just 24 hours after I received my ovidrol shot. Ovidrol. Uh, I said it again. Uh, I'm wondering if any of your listeners have heard of this. I brought it up to my RE, uh, who I trust very much, but he seems stumped and disinterested in examining her theory. Well, you came to a doctor with an acupuncturist's theory. Uh, I've Googled and Googled and cannot find anything that addresses this. Is it possible for an egg to get stuck and drop too late? It appears on my chart that that happens every month. Hmm. Second signal... Uh, A woman called in and left two voicemails. First voicemail, she talked about her egg retrieval, which did not go well, in her second round, which resulted in, I think, four PGS-tested normal embryos after taking three months off and using a package of supplements. Second voicemail, she called back to share the name of the website she got the supplements on and also the name of the supplements. Does anyone know what episode this was or the name of the site? I don't. No. I have no recollection of this. So I'm hoping that someone out there has a better recall of these episodes than Dory and I. Maybe someone who just like binged them recently remembers this. Uh, and that would be for Dar. So help Dar out. I would appreciate that. Um, this email is three pages long. Yeah, this email is intense. We can save this email for next week. I don't think I'm I, I'm not in the mood to read this email right now. You're not in the headspace for it? Nope. Anonymous, we're going to get to you next week. We've just been depressing ourselves. Yep. Uh, I have a question that might require the sperm signal. We have so... This is like... A lot uh, of signals. We, I, even we started it with a signal. We did. Uh, I have a question. This is, and the one we're skipping was also a signal. Oh, no. I know, but I... I the one we're pushing. Pushing, yes, pushing. Uh, this is uh, from Kate. The question that might require, require the sperm signal. My husband recently had a consultation with a new reproductive urologist who recommended my husband have a testicular biopsy performed to learn more about what could be causing his borderline azuspermia. A and dictated course of treatment. This is the third reproductive urologist he has seen over the past four years, and this time a bi- this is the first time a biopsy has been mentioned. We've gotten his count up enough through Clomid to be able to take two rounds of IVF with ICSI, but it's still in the single digits. He's done an episona test uh, that indicated that the sperm that was in there was healthy. All right. The purpose of the biopsy seems to make sense, but why is it the first time we're hearing of this? Is there really a silver bullet to figuring out treatment? Why didn't the urologist that performed the Vera, whatever, grab a biopsy while he was in there? 
the varicocele surgery that I can't pronounce because it's very long. Ectomy. Uh, question. Questions I know you can't answer, but ones that keep surfacing as we consider it. Matt, has your urologist raised this? Anyone else out there had this done and find out find it to be worth while? Is it worth delaying our next round of IVF by nine months? Well, you know, what's interesting about this sort of situation is that it reminds me of the following thing. Uh, I think that your doctors that had been seeing your husband had been looking for sort of um, easily explainable common diagnoses. Mm. Uh, And I think if they can avoid a testicular biopsy they will avoid a testicular biopsy yeah and now having gone through everything that your husband has gone through it's not that this is a silver bullet it's sort of like a okay then we have to do this yeah i think you're right but that being said i think the sperm signal is out and ready to go honey would you like to read this email from a uh 38 year old norwegian yes i would hi matt and dory I am a 38 years old Norwegian currently on my second round of IVF. I thought you might like to know that we get three IVF cycles covered by the government. I heard the podcast where you discuss Scandinavia and our healthcare system. We have to pay for some of the meds approximately $1,500, but the rest of the treatment is quote free. Of course I've paid my share of taxes, but still pretty awesome, right? Well, that was not what I wanted to talk to you about. I want to hear your thoughts on careers, friendships, and to have it all. Oh, interesting. My boyfriend and I have been together for this almost... This took a left turn. Sure did. For almost 10 years, but we didn't start trying to have a baby until 2014. I was a freelance writer for many years, but thought I should have a steady job and income before having a baby. Mm-hmm. So in early 2013, I landed a good job and I was ready for babies. Most of my girlfriends did it the other way around. They started having babies before they had their careers up and going while they were, they were still climbing the ladder. Now they've had two or three children and they're ready to go back to work but they are somehow surprised they can't land their dream jobs. Whenever I meet up with them, all they do is complain about their miserable life and they expect me to feel sorry for them. It's like I'm not even allowed to say anything. There is no understanding, no room for my sorrows about not being able to have children because I have the money, the freedom to travel and the successful career. I mean, I don't know what to say to them. I don't even want to meet them anymore. Last week I canceled on them because I knew I couldn't take it. I was on a lot of meds knew I wouldn't be able to drink wine. I'd rather stay home. It's sad how this affects our friendships. But the saddest part about all this is, is of course, how difficult it seems to be to have it all. Even here, after all, Norway is considered to be one of the most gender equal countries in the world. would really like to hear your thoughts on this as, as it is not a topic I can discuss with my friends. To be honest, I am embarrassed to even have these thoughts about my friends. Love and good luck to you and to us all, Anonymous Norway. P.S. I'm not a native English speaker, so if my language is weird, I'm okay with you making fun of it. Ha ha. <laughs> You've had no syntax problems. Yeah, your language was great. The only, the only problem that you had in your entire email. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. 
was I am a 38 years old Norwegian. That was it. Yeah, it's true. You just added an S. Yeah. Now, if we were to write you in uh, Norwegian, uh, quite frankly, the only word I could write is Maelstrom <laughs> because of Epcot. Well, the only word I could write is Fjord. Well, this is this is what I'm saying. This is why Norway is amazing. It is, truly. What have we done with ourselves? Why are we here? I don't know. Honey, yes. do you have any advice? Well, I think I think that this is something that I feel like comes up a lot. And these are normal feelings to have. Don't, excuse me, don't be embarrassed to have these feelings. Like these are normal feelings. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, I think what the takeaway is, is that having it all is a myth. There's no such thing as having it all. Like everyone has to make, there's, there's choices and sacrifices that everyone has to make and you have to decide what your quote unquote all means. Yeah. And you know, your friends have something you want, you have something they want and you're just not in the same place right now. So I don't think it's a bad thing to not hang out with them for a little while. Take a breather. You can take a break. It doesn't have to be permanent, but like they're, it's hard for you to hang out with them right now. You can come hang out with us. Yeah. We should, we could go to Norway and hang out with her. We'll meet you at the Norway pavilion in Epcot. <laughs> Do you have any advice for her? Um, other than just staying in Norway. Yeah. Never leaving. It's cozy. Uh, amazingly uh, adept at um, Winter Olympics. Being rich. Uh, you know, they weren't always a wealthy country, but then they found oil. And they were like, oh, we're rich now. Well, that's exactly the plot to the Beverly Hillbillies. <laughs> Are we sure it wasn't about Norwegians? <laughs> yes. We have so many long emails i know i don't think we have time to read that next one. Oh my god we're gonna put this to the side along with the other one uh as it's been pushed um here we go this is it this is the uh final email we're gonna wrap things up so that dory can go watch the oscars because she can't have it all she can't do a podcast and see the red carpet she had to choose the podcast And for that, we are eternally grateful. Hello, Dory and Matt. Why are you talking like that? (laughs) Uh, My name is Francesca. I'm from Connecticut. Oh, well, very close to Westport. Literally screamed when I heard you two talking about my neck of the woods. I have so many questions for you two, but I'll limit it uh, to two for now. I used to watch G4 back in the day, which led me to the Nerdist, which led me to Excellent Adventure. I remember seeing Matt on Attack of the Show and being so excited that one of my boys was working. That's me. Uh, Which leads me to my first question. Matt, you have so many jobs now, and you and Dory have mentioned you always having a somewhat uncomfortable feeling when you don't have something lined up. I was curious, where do you think that comes from? The need to constantly work (laughs) This is something I work through in therapy every week. Obviously, there are financial reasons, but is there more to it? Yes. I'm very similar. I'm 25 and still have yet to lock down a career-boosting job that I can be proud of to put on my resume. I have some intense fear of not finding work. I'm back in school for computer programming. Very nice line of work you've chosen for yourself there. And although it's a growing field, the fear still haunts me. I'm pretty poor, 
but I pay my bills on time. Any advice for how to shake the fear? I think the fear is good. Go on. I think it's a companion. Go on. I think it is with you on your journey through your life. And I think if you don't listen to it, actually, it's not about not listening to it. If you don't hear it, Mm. you get complacent mm. uh and i and if you get complacent then i worry about that taking over your life the complacency mm. now the great thing about fear is that if it's there it's a constant motivator and you can constantly prove it wrong mm. now back to where my desire to work constantly comes from uh well i don't entirely know I do think part of it is probably my uh, upbringing and my siblings uh, being much older than me and me sort of seeing where they were going wrong (laughs) and me vowing to never make the same mistakes. Uh, Also, I grew up really uh, wanting to be a yuppie. I was like, someday I'm going to drive a Saab. And 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 I always wanted a forest green Saab Turbo with a tan interior. I never got one, but I always wanted one. Hmm. Uh, I did have a Saab 9000 CSE. It was in 1994. Had heated seats. It was great. But as we've learned today, oh my heated God. seats, no good. That's probably why you have sperm problems, because of the heated seats in the saw. I would wager it's partially because I'm fat and my balls are always bunched up and kind of hurting constantly. Wait. That was one of the questions, and you said no. I thought I said yes. To to pain? Look, I mean, it's like, they're, they're just like the pants. I wear my pants high, you know? Yeah. I don't like, I'm not one of these fat guys who pretends they have a small waist and just tucks under the gut. You know what? You should You should come home and put on gym shorts. Interesting. I'm listening. Because I think at least when you're... I should also commit to gym shorts for hiatus and just wear gym shorts. Yeah. (laughs) I mean... Anyway, uh, back to this. Uh, Yeah, so that's sort of a fear of mine. And being poor and paying the bills on time, that's fucking great. Good for you. Because when I was poor, I did not pay the bills on time. I I was horrible. I had a horrible habit. Um, But I have... have, uh, Through the help of my wife uh i have uh turned a corner on bill paying yeah that has paid off uh pretty spectacularly yeah. if you ask me my credit score is is very high i really emphasize the need to pay your bills on time always 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 like always, always. it's but, not i mean it's, it's not, not it's not listen, an option just to be fair i've been paying my bills on time since since i had a decent job essentially since g4 I've been anal about it. And luckily that was... Uh, but you got more anal when you met like me. was like seven years ago. So, uh, All right. Here's the next question. Okay. My dream and primary focus is to get my ass to the West Coast. I have my heart set on Portland, but really any progressive city by the coast will do. I think that's most cities by the coast, except for Santa Barbara. Uh, I was thinking about donating my eggs to acquire some of the finances. I know this won't be an e... Uh, easy or quick task but i'm up for it so my question is have you heard about the race of the egg donor ever being a factor on how much a donor will receive 
I, I don't know. I don't know how much donors get. I mean, mixed black and Dominican. I remember seeing posts years ago where companies wanted blonde, blue-eyed donors. Definitely no shade to anyone who wants an egg with those characteristics. Just a thought I've always had about donating eggs. Well, Francesca, I'll take some of those eggs. <gasps> we could use them. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what the rates are. I don't either. Does that sound right to me? Yes. Uh, but it sounds like uh, these yuppies I used to strive for are assholes when choosing their eggs. Well, but you also have to figure a lot of people want children that look like them, and there have to be other mixed-race couples who are looking for eggs. That's very true. So. Very true. Just saying. But maybe someone knows. This is yeah. sort of like, this is the egg donor signal. Egg donor signal. Uh, anyway, I hope you two have as much fun making the podcast as I do listening. We usually do. Today was an exception. We had not a great time, but you heard it all. Uh, okay, you can support us on Patreon and get up to two bonus episodes per month. That's at patreon.com forward slash excellent adventure. Huge thank you to our Patreon supporters. If you support us at the $5 level or above, you'll get your name read on the podcast each month. And here is the uh, first half of these names. You'll hear more next week, I'm sure. Uh, Nora Grashman, hello and thank you. Diane Martin, oh, Diane, you're still with us. That's amazing. Uh, Melody Baltazar, thank you so much. Michael Garrier, yes, I'll say that. Angie James, Josh Alvarez, Luke Evers, Hannah Crowder, Christina Turner, Frederick Roy, uh, Layla Arshid, Caroline Land, Tara McElfrish, Christopher Fernaghi, oh, Christopher, Greg Watchorn, Emily Shapin, Aaron Gudge, Angel Rivera the Third, and Lauren Gleason. And I believe uh, that's it. Honey, anything to say to the people at home? So subscribe to Forever 35. Yeah, subscribe to Forever 35. Sorry uh, we were so Next week, down I will today. hopefully have the results of that sperm uh, analysis. We'll share it with the audience and yep. we'll talk about it. Uh, and you know what? We're going to double down. Matt's doubling down. He's going to get his sperm count up. And if that takes a lot of frozen balls, then that's what it's going to be. So uh, from here on out, it is Walnut City. Signing off from Walnut City. Bye.